0: It's the year 2059. Society has collapsed. Our country is ruled by an evil autocrat who has enslaved his people. There's a strict curfew. Love is forbidden. And the only food not banned by the government is dream bars, manufactured by the
1: evil corporate monolith Munso Corp. System override. There is no music, no television and the sounds of conversations between various thinkers, visionaries, and creators are but an echo of the past. We launch our first podcast in a few weeks. A humble pauper retreats to his
0: backyard after a long day at the battery factory. Driven by destiny, madness, or perhaps something else entirely, he plunges his raw hands
1: into the dirt and begins to dig. Dig here, dig there. It's not long before the boy's digging turns up a pretty strange device. Not strange like the tools of conditioning used by Munso Corps. Strange meaning
0: mystical. He takes the device into his ears and raises his finger to the button
1: labeled play, a word he's never heard before. But in that moment, he's surrounded by a group of Munso's thuggish super soldiers. Freeze, they say, don't liberate your mind. But he can't help it.
0: As bullets pulverize his long, skinny frame, he is momentarily transported by the voices of two junior podcasters, describing the trials and tribulations of their own podcasting hero, Alex Shulman, and his podcasting venture,
1: Alex Inc. He needs $10,000 to pay rent on his new open floor plan office space, but he doesn't have enough money, so he decides to dip into his family's 401k. I'm John. I'm Sam. And this is John and Sam's Alex Inc. Inc. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of John and Sam's Alex Inc. Inc. We are really lucky this week because Alex treated us with two episodes in one day, so we're doing a double header. Uh, yeah, we had a, twice as much territory to cover this week, and and uh, and don't we feel blessed as a result. Yeah, it was awesome. It felt a lot like Hanukkah, like on the first night of hanukkah after after the first night you go to sleep thinking well hanukkah's over but then you wake up to find that there's a second night of hanukkah and that's just the kind of the best prize that you can get as a jew yeah so so we have
0: a lot to get through this episode um but before we start Um, we just wanted to give a couple updates about the status of this podcast. Um, First of all, thank you guys so much, everybody who's been reaching out to us on Twitter, who's been leaving us reviews in iTunes, um, everybody who's um, contributed to our Patreon. um, That, again, is www.patreon.com slash John and Sam's Alex, Inc., Inc. Patreon. Yeah,
1: and I've been seeing a lot of reviews kind of uh, not only online but also in the real world. Like, I'll be... I'll be walking down the street and it's like someone says, good morning, you know, and I know that that's an Alex Ink fan who, Alex Ink Ink fan who's giving their own version of a review, which is sort of good morning. Yeah. And, and I've had a couple instances where I've, you know, I've been in line at my
0: local coffee shop. N- nobody really is is paying attention to me. But as soon as I use my mouth to speak words, I, I feel the whole coffee shop sort of perk up because you know, it, it sort of is like you're like a superhero when you're a podcaster, because if you don't open your mouth, nobody is the wiser as to who you actually are. But as soon as you start using your instrument, people are like, oh, I've heard that
1: before. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of podcasters have taken to using different voices when they go around town. I've done this. Um, I like to play a French character who, you know, doesn't uh, doesn't raise the ears of Potential Alex Ink Inc. fans in our, in our my midst. I mean, I'll I'll be I'll be hanging out with John, and uh, we'll be having a discussion
0: on ourselves, and we'll see a, you know somebody who's clearly listening to us, and then I'll just see John become Pierre. No, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, very nice. Uh, well. Wow, wow. I do not know about this podcast. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's uncanny. I mean, for those of you listening, just to clarify, that was
1: that was John. Mm, I did not. Uh, i never heard the podcast. Uh, is it uh, some sort of uh, skateboard? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And that's that's his. That's Pierre's thing is thinking that podcasts are skateboards. Now, we've gotten a lot of great fan feedback. The one thing that we haven't really figured out. How to do is to monetize this yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, as we've sort of explained, this podcast is our full time job. Mm -hmm. So we've sort of had to make some sacrifices in order to support this podcast.
1: I think we, and I think that both of us thought we would get some advertisers pretty early. I mean, by now we thought we'd be raking in 10 or 12K a week. That has not come to fruition yet. Um, So I wanted to catch you guys up. Sam and I have been. Finding a little side hustle that's been pretty lucrative for us. It's really uh, keeping us uh, afloat. Um, we are becoming pretty prolific sperm donors. Um, we go down to the clinic and can drain as many as uh, two or three quarts in a week, and um, that sells for pretty a pretty penny. Yeah,
0: and we, you know, when we first figured out that this was something that we could do, we got really excited because this was. You know, it, it just seemed like a no-brainer and, and a quick moneymaker. But we've we've run into some challenges recently. Um, first of all, I didn't know that there there is a limit to the number of donations that you can make in a week. That that wasn't a rule before we came around. Mm-hmm. Um, but they we were sort of coming in so often that they were like, we actually have to put a cap on this, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was pretty. I mean at first it was sort of flattering. I
1: joked, yeah, I said you can't put a you can't put a cap on this even if you would like to try. Yeah, so we
0: we we have sort of hit a, a, a limit that, that to me feels unfair, mm-hmm. um, but to them feels um just, I guess. And I
1: would have thought, I mean, you know, so what's the problem back there? Like they don't have enough um like bathtubs or like buckets to store this stuff in, like, look it's not that hard to make a uh, a vessel for for a bunch of my semen. i mean i you know you just you could go buy a bunch of buckets yeah and we even started bringing our own buckets cuz we were like look if this is the problem we got buckets Yeah, and they assured us that it wasn't a bucket problem yeah um, it turned out we were spending more than we were making sp- Sperming on our on buckets. Yeah. buckets are more expensive than you'd think. Yeah, I mean, especially if you you know you want to get the good buckets. Yeah, I'm not getting the sh- I'm not going to get the crap ones. I mean, this is my this is my sperm. I'm, we're talking about. Yeah, these it's are not, millions of my
0: children potentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, it's not all bad news. I mean, when we thought that we were making money. Um, We did spend a little bit of that cash to upgrade our podcast. We got a couple of uh, pretty interesting effects pedals, Mm -hmm. um, which should really enhance our production value, which is pretty
1: exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these are pretty cool. Um, These kind of are voice changers so that we'll be able to kind of, if uh, the story calls for it, go into different characters. I'm just going to throw one on right now. Mm
0: my a robot insane that was insane for for those of you who who are, who are just listening which is everybody um that was john saying that but with, but because of the effects pedal it probably did sound like it was some sort of uh you know robotic nightmare um here's a here's a, another one this is the second uh, effects pedal that we got um
1: i'm a birdie i'm a little Birdie. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was just that was just Sam actually. So yeah, between those two, actually, it's pretty interesting to imagine like uh with those effects pedals the type of scenes we could create. Um but let's do one right now. Um I am a robot. I'm a little birdie. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And those actually only cost a hundred dollars each for the initial payment. Um so as we said before This is a special episode because it is a gruesome twosome. We have two Alex Inks to get through in this episode of Alex Ink, Inc.
0: The first episode was called The Nanny, Um, and in this episode, Alex and his family are feeling the financial pressure of Alex's new business venture, so he decides to fire his longtime nanny, Rosalba, but he ends up accidentally hiring her as his new assistant at his company, which leads to some pretty radical shenanigans. This is all my fault. If only I'd fired Rosalba, none of this would have happened. Yeah. yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, this was really a wild one. Um, and the second one is the mother-in-law. And in this one, Alex's mother-in-law comes into town, and uh, yeah, you know how that goes. Well, it's pretty obvious that you don't like my dad very much. Sweetheart, so that is not true. So the first sort of um, podcast lesson that we learned C- from... Can you. I just say about these... Let me, may I just butt in here? Of course. Um, so... Yeah, I think this is pretty cool. I mean, two episodes: the nanny and the mother-in-law. I mean, these are two important roles. Hard to hard to figure which one of them is better in in any individual in the life of any individual. So, this uh, in in course of the mother-in-law episode, uh, we got a pretty important lesson out of Alex. This one was on the importance of having a good name. Now, we were surprised because it, the big one of Alex's big struggles in the mother-in-law episode was to actually name his podcast company, which uh, to us was a little bit of a uh, whiplash moment because we were kind of acting under the assumption uh, that it, that the whole thing was called Alex, Inc. That was sort of our whole idea. Yeah, I mean, the show itself is called Alex, Inc.
0: His name is Alex. Inc. stands for incorporated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a badass name. We just assumed that that's what it was. So when we found out that... that uh, In episode five, the podcast company was as yet unnamed. Very confusing.
1: It kind of felt like a fuck you. Yeah, it felt like a real punch in the gut from um, Zach and from uh, the other his collaborators. Yeah, because we,
0: you know, if we had known that that wasn't the name of his podcast company, we would have not named our podcast John and Sam's Alex Inc., Inc. Mm -hmm. We would have named it John and Sam's podcast name TBD Inc would have been really bad for us, but we would have made it work. Yeah. But in this episode, after a lot of hemming and hawing, um, they decide to name their podcast company Ajana.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, it's no Alex Inc., but it is a word.
0: But regardless of our own baggage with Alex's name, it does call into sharp focus the importance of having a good name.
1: May I just say, I mean, before we go, before we go ahead and say regardless, um, no, I don't accept that because it would have been, you know, it would not have been difficult for them at some point or another to establish, you know, that their company doesn't have a name. Let me ask you, if, if we if we were to somehow. Pass through our TV screens and into the world of Alex Inc. Mm-hmm. I know that's our, our it would ultimate be amazing, fantasy. Yeah. But but separately from that, if we were to tap on Alex's shoulder and say, um, "Hey, have you heard of Alex Inc? He would he just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, does he not know? It, it's just very, very, very annoying.
0: Regardless of Alex's fucked up notion of what a good podcast name is, and regardless of the deceit that he put onto all of us. Um, having a good podcast name is important. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have a pretty good one. Um, Mm -hmm. Our podcast, of course, John and Sam's Alex Inc. Inc. Mm -hmm. Um, But it may seem like we just sort of arrived at that name out of some sort of divine inspiration Hmm. so the muse just you know woke up and and spoke to us and we we heard her siren call Mm -hmm. um but it was actually the result of a lot of
1: internal debate
0: and struggle between
1: the two of us Mm -hmm. side note uh you know speaking of the muse waking us up i do wake up to the band muse they are my alarm clock so i that in a way the muse does wake me up um that's what i have on my clock radios presently so we had a lot of names coming in. Um, you know, much like Alex did, we had sort of a large whiteboard. Or, or in
0: this case, it was, um, it was just a wall of my apartment that uh-huh. we wrote on. Right, um, on we, permanent marker. Yeah. And, and it's
1: still there. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, God, that's a lot of freaking names. Yeah, if your landlord ever sees this, he's going to be really... He won't because I changed the lock. Mm-hmm.
0: So ultimately, we got down to two names. Um, mm-hmm. And one of those names was... John and Sam's Alex Ink Ink, as you know it and love yeah. it, and the other one was Sam and John's Alex Ink Ink. Mm-hmm. Look, I- I'm happy with the name that we settled on, but you know when we were sort of deciding, John sort of felt like John and Sam's Alex Ink Ink was the, the better name, and I, for whatever reason, felt like Sam and John's Alex Ink Ink mm-hmm. was the better name.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, if we were... Look, if we were doing some sort of horror podcast, like a uh, torture podcast, then Sam & John's Alex, Inc., Inc. would be all the way my top name. Um, If it were a podcast about, you know, uh, getting uh, your head held under a toilet water, Sam & John's would be my top choice. If it were about um, uh, when you... When, when you get in your car only to find that somebody has run into it in the night and done a hit and run. And so now you got your, then I would say Sam and John's would be a good choice. But for this instance, doing a podcast that people want to like, we want to make people happy, not make people want to cry uh, and, you know, throw themselves off a bridge. I think John and Sam's was the clear choice. And those were all the arguments that
0: John yelled at me um, while we were trying to decide. And I just sort of felt like um, Sam and John had a nice ring to it. Mm-hmm. So, we, uh, so we decided stupid. to sort of objectively um, determine which was the better name. So we, uh, we focus grouped it. Mm-hmm. We got a group of 100 um, people in a room. Um,
1: we presented them with the, the two names. Right. We had, we had uh, impartial unbiased third parties present the names. We were watching from behind a, a, a one-way mirror. Yeah, It was actually part of the reason why we had to spend so much of our sperm down at the bank um, because we spent a lot of money on focus That was focus our biggest expense, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: and, uh, you know, the the reaction was, I would say there were people who liked both of them, um, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Not ultimately... Many.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. I, Let's I, look at the stats. Uh, I mean, look. I'm going to save uh, Sam the humiliation of being the one to say this. We focus tested it. It was 100% impartial. And it turned out of the 100 people we polled, 100 of them preferred John and Sam's Alex Ink Ink to Sam and John's Alex Ink Ink. Uh, Yeah, that's true. And... um yeah, it was hard not to take that personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but to not, the one that your name came first made people viscerally sick. And there were people getting sick in the focus testing room. And that one way mirror turned into a no way mirror because it was covered in people's, that's come out of people's stomach, the barf. Um, uh, yeah, that all happened.
0: Um, uh, but. You know, it was it was hard not to take it personally uh, until I sort of started thinking about it. And you know what I realized is that John and Sam's Alex and Ink—it's a fine name. Sam and John's Alex and Ink, also a fine name. But you know what it sounds like? Sam and John—it sounds like it's a podcast about a salmon named John, about like a fishman named mm-hmm. John. And so
1: I understand why it was confusing and Mm -hmm. why people were probably so confused that they threw up. Right. And one other interesting thing that uh, I'm not not trying to argue with what Sam's saying here, but the only uh, name of a podcast that was preferred to John and Sam's Alex, Inc., Inc. was uh, Just John's Alex, Inc., Inc. So that's kind of interesting, uh, too, and sort of especially when you consider this uh, Sam and John theory that Sam has just advanced. Yeah, and that wasn't a, um, a question that I had agreed that we should ask people, um, mm-hmm. but John went ahead and did it. And, and it turned out to be pretty revelatory, so I think I made the right choice there, as I've made many times in my life. Yeah, and I know a lot of you sort of eagle-eared
0: listeners are wondering, well, how could something have performed better than 100 out of 100. It performed 102 people out of 100 mm-hmm. preferred Just John's Alex, Inc., Inc., because two people actually heard the name from the street and, mm-hmm. and barged in and said, we love that. So that was the podcast lesson that we learned from this week's episode. Um, mm-hmm. but this week's two episodes. They week's- were.
1: It turns out that as far as uh, offering instruction to uh, novice podcasters, the two episodes, episodes four and five, were very bad. They were not instructive.
0: Yeah, it was almost as though they sort of, uh, yeah they, they sort of got like drunk with their right. ability to have an extra episode. Yeah, and they forgot to give us the roadmap that we need in order to make good podcasts. And it's
1: possible that the ne- the reason why the network chose to air change the schedule and air these two episodes at the same time was because they knew that the episodes didn't have a lot of lessons for podcasters, and that for that reason, they wouldn't be very popular. Usually when John and I are watching these episodes of
0: Alex Inc., we have our notebooks out, we have graph paper, and, and by the end of the episode, their notebooks are just chock full of podcast lessons, um, you know, enough to write a whole book about or or to even do a whole podcast about. And these just, uh, you know, we were flipping through our notebooks after these episodes and they were, it was just basically like
1: we had used one page maybe. Mm-hmm. It was like... Oh, are these notebooks? Uh, are these notebooks, or are these all collections of pictures of a polar bear and a snowstorm? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. A polar bear and a snowstorm would be pretty much a white page. Fuck, that's so good. Mm-hmm. That's something I learned from a joke podcast. So we, even though the podcast lessons were few and far between, we did get some pretty good life lessons out of these most recent episodes of Alex Ink. Uh, The first one was about the importance and value of being clear and direct. So Alex is dealing with some pretty big expenses, um, some pertaining to his company, others to his family, and he, he knows that he has to cut some costs somewhere. So he and his wife decide that they should... Fire their nanny. Um, you know the person who uh, who we haven't seen before, but is apparently a big part of their lives. So, and her name uh, her name is Rosalba. Mm-hmm. So, Alex takes Rosalba aside and um, he begins to do the deed. Now, keep in mind that at the same time, he's actually hiring an assistant um, at his work. In the process of
0: firing his nanny, he does it in a way that is vague enough to. Sound as though he is hiring her to be his assistant.
1: Also, at my other trabajo, we're hiring a new assistant, and that's more money. So, changes in the air, you know. And I don't want you to think of this as an ending, but actually as a new beginning, you know, to new beginnings, right? Nuevos rancheros
0: yeah so so woe is alex when he shows up to work the next day and rosalba who the day before was his nanny arrives in business
1: casual attire ready for a job as alex's assistant right he is his eyes rolled so hard that i probably thought they were going to roll out of the uh, big big shared office space where he uh, has the company in um, and keep in mind that Rosalba isn't uh, your classic uh, Emory graduate. Uh, you know, um, em, you know, s- s- got trained at Emory and how to be an assistant. No, in in fact,
0: it it seems as though her grasp of the English language is pretty rudimentary, mm-hmm. uh, as is her ability to accomplish basic tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that she seems to be extremely good at is eating sandwiches, which she does constantly.
1: Right. Yeah, so uh, that's pretty bad. And and the lesson that we took from it was, you know, be direct. You know, if you want to fire somebody, say, I'm sorry, you know, you're not welcome here. Uh, we, we don't need you in the company anymore. If you want to hire somebody, say, you know, you are welcome here and welcome aboard. For me, this actually... Hit close to home because I've experienced something very much like what Alex has experienced with Rosalba. You know, years ago I had a kid who I was paying to cut my lawn. Um, he was a good kid from the neighborhood, um, but uh, I I invested in my first podcast microphone and I didn't get a good price on it. I bought it from a person I thought was a friend. Later turned out to be a, it's a swindler. And so I paid many thousands of dollars for this microphone, which I later learned was for toys. Uh, it was a toy microphone, not, not in the sense that um, you could use it as a toy, but it was to be held by a, a, a toy. So it was a, the size of a toy's hand. Yeah, and, and for those of you guys who are out there
0: aspiring podcasters and you're trying to figure out the difference between a real microphone and a microphone made for a toy... The big tell is generally regular microphones are about twelve inches long. They're sort of heavy when you hold them, um, and they can like sort of plug into a soundboard. And a microphone for a toy is usually about um, you know half an inch long, is made of plastic, and is uh, t- t- is just just tiny and not functional.
1: Anyway, I'd spent a lot of money on that, and uh, I basically decided I couldn't afford to pay this kid to cut my grass anymore. So I took him aside and I said, "Hey, buddy." Um, you know, you've been a great—you're a great kid. You're—you've done a great job on my lawn, but I just think uh, I can't really afford this anymore. Um, I said a number of words. Long story short, I meant to fire him as a kid who mowed my lawn, but I accidentally hired him as my own assassin. Uh, so this kid was trying to kill me, and he thought that he thought that I had told him to do that. Yeah, and this was how many years ago at this point? This was three years ago. You know, I told the kid. I, I went up. I. I, I dusted off my hands. I, I laid down next to my girlfriend. I said, uh, you know, it's done. The kid's fired. And she, you know, she was cackling. She, uh, separately had a ill will towards the kid. Um, but, uh, she was cackling very hard and sort of, uh, you know, pull, you know, uh, scratching herself. But, um, long story. This was sh- your girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend, um, this was my, she's my ex-girlfriend now. She was a very, Uh, an evil woman. She really got a, a real perverse pleasure out of seeing boys get fired and girls get fired. And she really was, uh, she really liked to see, uh, mayhem. She sounds like a literal witch. Mm, Yeah, she was, uh, well, she was, she, she, she was a witch and she had uh, many spells and, you know, she was able to, that's kind of how I met her. She was, uh, she had put a spell upon herself to become beautiful and I thought she was a beautiful young barista. Uh, I, I took her, I took her on a date and then, you know, later I realized she was, she had a lot of ill will towards the world and she was a witch. Um, so that was interesting. That's so fucking common in this town. I know. I mean, look, I've heard of people getting catfished, but getting catwitched was sort of my experience and that was even worse.
0: So this was like three years ago, and right. and I've known John for a really long time. And can I just say, not a day goes by where we don't have to at some point duck for cover, right. or you know, run into sort of like a uh, a fortified building because uh, this guy it just has his sniper's bullet yeah. trained on your on your head. In mm-hmm. fact, ugh, was that?
1: Yeah, that was another bullet rickshaw. Oh, watch out! Jesus, get down! You get down! You get down! He's not after me. Look, I know what to do. I know how to avoid his bullets. I don't- wow. And just
0: for the listeners at home, John is moving so fast right now. It's almost its like graceful in his movements, and—and just the bullets are whizzing by his head, and he is really—it's—they're it, grazing him, like. Each bullet is taking off, like, a strand of his hair. That's how close that it is. Um, he, he's actually getting a pretty close shave as a result of these bullets, but, and yet he sort of has a, a preternatural ability to just sort of duck under it. I can feel the wind of these bullets, and, you know, they, they're sort of going past John, and they're, they're leaving a design in my wall. It's sort of in the outline of John's head, and that's just sort of how nice and good he is at avoiding these bullets.
1: Hey, Jordan! Jordan! how many times I gotta tell you I don't want to be killed man uh
0: that actually wasn't John that was I believe an old blues man who wandered into my home um and but seems to know that kid
1: hey Jordan I don't got no beef with you man buzz off
0: uh sir can we help you
1: hey I'm just trying to kick a load off man hey got you later
0: uh wow he just threw a smoke bomb at the floor and uh, now he's gone. Um, I think that about wraps it up. Just as a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Alex Inc. Inc. You can send us an email uh, at Inc at gmail.com. You can find us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash John and Sam's Alex Inc. Inc. Patreon. And um, and you can subscribe to our newsletter, yep. um, which is uh not via email, it's a physical uh, newspaper that we print yep. out and we will throw at
1: your uh, doorstep so in the morning. S- yeah, send us uh, a year's worth of envelopes and a year's worth of stamps. Um, and then we will add you to the. We will fold up the, the newspaper. As well. Yeah, we
0: will put Include it the in parchment. The envelope. Yeah, um, yeah. We you, you think you you think we print
1: on air? No, we print mm-hmm. on parchment. Right. Um, and another thing that we're actually trying to get started on is a Twitch page. So you can go on our our Twitch. It's actually not um, for ours is not a video game centric Twitch. It's actually you can kind of watch us listen to podcasts. So that's pretty pretty cool yeah and and you know we uh we're pretty active
0: podcast listeners so you know when we're listening to a podcast you're not just seeing us close our eyes and and nodding we're 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 commenting along we're saying production yeah we're saying like
1: this is good this is good good audio so you don't be surprised if it's like you know most of it is saying good audio um and lastly um we are on itunes now and
0: please, please, please leave us a review. Leave us five stars. Um, We've had a lot of jokers in the last couple weeks who have been leaving us... um nasty comments mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's just Not funny. yeah, we've had to sort of constantly be deleting stuff like um, hey, you guys g- g- suck a horse's ass yeah. or you know beat a dog's and gong. I think
1: uh, a lot of those are for my witch girlfriend, my witch ex-girlfriend who uh, not only does she write a tremendous number of uh, ill-meaning reviews, but she's also able to set curses on people and sort of build an army of tr- of uh, bad reviewers. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was the combination of that.
0: Yeah, so that's it. Uh, join us next week where we believe, dear God, there are
1: two episodes of Alex mm-hmm. Inc. Um, Twice as nice. I mean, bring it on. And I, I want to say there have been some people on the Alex Inc. message board saying things like, if there are four episodes in one night, that's going to be too much. And l- let me just be the first one to say, there's never too much. Not enough. Yeah. Give us 10 episodes a night. I want one season per
0: night for the next 10 years. Then I can sleep easy. Mm -hmm. So signing off, I'm Sam. I'm John. And this has been John and Sam's Alex Alex Inc. 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 Oh,
1: wait, no. That appears to be another sub just for Rosalba. And that's an ink drop.